the Christian Circle Podcast and you're listening to Pamela Fernandez, where we have conversations about Christian living. Here's the show. Hello. So last week I promised that I was going to get a second recording done by the end of the month. And uh, I'm happy to say that I have recorded with one of my friends. And um, so we have this episode the second episode of the Christian Circle podcast that is with Ronita Fernandez. Now, Ronita Fernandez is actually a, a musician. She plays the piano. She also sings and she is a worship leader. I met her for the first time here in Bombay at our prayer group. And uh, Ronita is one of those people who's very encouraging. You know, she she loves bringing in the team, uh, building up the group. Um, she's very, very high on outreach. And um, so when we actually met the first time, I was very shy. I mean, I didn't. I wanted to sing, and I didn't really want to stand in front of the crowd. I was a bit soft. And um, Renita was the one who kind of said, you know, you've got a, a good voice. Why don't you you do X, Y, Z? And and she taught me about training in the the, the ministry and and listening to more music, notes, pitch, modulation. And things like that. So now Renita has actually moved, and she's no longer here in Bombay. She's moved to London. Uh, so in the UK, um, she is the face of the Westminster Cathedral. She works there, and um, basically, I've asked her to come and talk about what the ministry is like. You know, um, the praise and worship, the music ministry, is something that is really. Um, uh, not something that you take lightly. It's 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 a big big responsibility, and uh, Renita is going to talk all about that responsibility and accountability. So hi, I'm Renita. Okay. Um, used to be a housewife. Okay. <laughs> past uh, roughly around ten years, mm-hmm. and now I've begun working again. Um. What else would you like to know uh, about me being a Christian, you said, right? Yeah. And how I first joined. Um, I think I used to attend Father Rufus's um, meetings mm-hmm. at uh, the Mary Macleod School Hall, uh, primary school hall, rather. Um, and that's where it actually began, where I first saw uh, Onita singing. Mm-hmm. And um, after a while, I kind of felt um, the calling to sing, okay. but never went up, uh, never approached Anita because I was uh, uh, too nervous or rather too scared. How old were you then? I think I was 16. Oh, my. Okay. okay. Yeah, I was 16 because that's when I had my first, uh, you know, experience mm-hmm. of God. Okay. So... After my first retreat, I thought, okay, let's start singing. Because I used to sing before that in school and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, never in a proper choir. So that's where you started. Yeah, I finally took up the courage and asked Unita and Victor if I could join them. And they were like, not immediately, because they needed to ask the core group and everything. Because mm-hmm. it was a healing and deliverance ministry. Okay, okay. So... Um, because of the kind of cases that used to come up, they needed the person to be, you know, well prepared and everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so 
they asked uh, the group leader which was Ubay Ben mm-hmm. and he was okay with it mm-hmm. and uh, i mean they kind of got me started initially but i just wanted to ask you like what made you realize that you were meant to be you know sometimes everyone has this feeling and sometimes it's just a passing thing that they want to sing or they want to be part of a worship team but what convinced you that this is what i want to do this is my ministry um actually to start with it began with because i used to sing as a child as well so mm-hmm. uh in school as i told you before uh for competitions um, not exactly i mean we used to have these choir competitions and all in school mm-hmm. so uh the teachers used to make me a part of the group and everything so that's where it actually started the singing actually started mm-hmm. but the calling to ministry began after the first uh in a healing retreat okay. where uh i used to feel very uneasy if i could not sing um I can't explain it but uh it was this need or rather this desire to keep singing for God mm-hmm. and uh to help others experience the same thing as well to lead others to experience the same thing as well is more like it mm-hmm. that's an this. intrinsic kind of a purpose that you had like within you Yes um and it came more and more through personal prayer i mean every time i got into personal prayer the need kept increasing okay. so that's the reason i got into it so would you say that it's uh, necessary for somebody to be a, a you know a fantastic singer or, or is it like you can train somebody like who has an average voice you know uh, I, and I make them be fantastic No, you don't need to be a fantastic singer for mm-hmm. worship because all you need is a heart of worship. That's okay, it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. Uh sometimes the most fantastic singers cannot lead praise and worship. Yeah. <laughs> you can have people singing along with you. I mean, you know how it happens. They have a praise and worship leader and then they have the music ministry, the group yeah, singing. Yeah. But the thing is you don't need to always have a fantastic voice. I think that would be um You need to know what praise and worship is about. That is more than having a voice. Okay. Because uh Florine from our group mm-hmm. she taught me the you know what was commitment all about. I've learned commitment yeah. Florine, perseverance from Florine. Yeah. And uh these are the values she has taught yeah. me the values as a singer. Yeah. So I don't think it's necessary to have a good singing voice. So, you have to have a heart of worship. You That's can it. still, you can still, with an average voice, you can still be, uh, you know, part of the music ministry, right? It's not necessary that you have to be. Like, exactly, with an average voice, you can still be a part of the music ministry. And as you were saying, um, in the due course of time, you learn how to sing. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, I mean, it's a sort of a training ground in itself because you learn how to kind of hit the right notes, modulate mm-hmm. your voice. Yeah. It comes with time. It doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. How much of this uh, music and uh, praise and worship as a ministry is actually about service? Because you see, a lot of times, you know, uh, it's all about the clapping, and 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 I know I have a friend who always says, you know, when the music rises, you rise. but how much of it is actually service and and not about the starry role that that people think it is mm, that would depend on the individual in the ministry okay because it depends on what what is their idea towards praise and worship because mm-hmm. 
not many of them understand that you need to kind of reach out to someone else and sometimes not stand up there and sing because there are times when your family comes first mm mm-hmm. yeah and you need to reach out to your family first rather than go in for a praise and worship session mm-hmm. you know and sing and sort of uh lead praise and worship or whatever you have to sometimes back down mm-hmm. at other times sometimes you are called to help out with uh a certain thing like uh, over here i mean since we've begun a new group uh, mm-hmm. and uh, the praise and worship group although we are in the music ministry mm-hmm. we we are going around setting up everything right from the projector to the chairs yeah. to you know kind of uh, calling up people asking them where they are whether they are coming in for the praise and worship for the for the prayer meeting so mm-hmm. uh, even um apart from that apart from the uh, music and from the prayer meeting after the prayer meeting is what counts basically so mm-hmm. keeping in touch with the people who really mm-hmm. are help yeah yeah uh, bonding with them bonding is really crucial yeah, because yeah. it makes you very sensitive to the other person's needs and it it helps you grow as well as a group um over here i have to be very right. fellowship is important right and yeah. fellowshiping with it's it's, it's uh, i mean it's the horizontal and vertical dimension that we have mm-hmm. the group. Yeah, so yeah. it works the same with the group as well so um i see that happening i really see that happening because we've bonded both in prayer mm-hmm. and as a group in fellowship as well it's not just like you know only being friends and uh the happy go lucky kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. we bonded a lot in prayer as well and surprisingly uh some of our musicians who were not uh charismatic okay. ended up loving okay. so much wow. just through watching us uh, that they f- they feel that they want to come for it every time You know they feel the need to be a part of it just yeah. by watching uh it's infectious no <laughs> yeah it is infectious but it is more infectious because of your actions rather than even mm. the singing rather than yeah. even the music yes the music does attract yeah but after the music then what your is witnessing the, has affected that yeah your the witnessing has to affect because that's when everything then becomes one whole unit to be combined together because if you only go and sing and there is no action after that it is completely pointless because the people within the group start losing hope so you were talking about you mentioned prayer also before right and i think that's something that a lot of people leave out like they're so busy with life and ministry that prayer takes a back seat what is the role of prayer supporting a, a worship leader and a musician or a singer in the ministry um i'll tell you something what uh, methun has uh, told me that this was a long time ago mm-hmm. uh it was when we were having one of our discussions um uh, it's something like um when you the word of god when you pray the, and the word of god it's something like uh, when you have a computer okay you have to program the computer to work to function well enough you have to feed in certain data you have to feed in certain programs and that's when the computer will function and work smoothly in the same way 
we as human beings need to be fed the word of god to lead a complete life without that we're going to run dry we're going to run empty and it's going to be impossible to lead life without the word of god at least i feel that prayer is constant uh mm-hmm. in the smallest uh, areas i mean it's like when i'm having a bath mm-hmm. i'm singing okay i'm uh, praying or when i'm traveling uh, i'll either say the rosary or i'll have my conversation with god at home during personal prayer time it's reading the bible or uh, you know yeah so, so forth i mean you're uh, in tune all the time yeah Yeah, you need to be in tune all the time because I mean life doesn't stop at any minute does yeah, it it's just yeah so it's the same thing with prayer i mean when we're cooking sometimes um uh, we either have the you know the youtube on with hymns or something like that mm-hmm. there are times when we just even if we have to relax and lie down we'll just play hymns on the youtube and just listen mm-hmm. that is as well a form of prayer and we're singing yeah. and so we need god to minister to us constantly yeah so that's what i think prayer is always constant okay so i mean yeah you do have that specific time sometimes because you do get distracted with yeah. other sound yeah. and you need to make that specific time mm-hmm. but i think it's constant pamela okay you're very honest yeah And just to let everybody know, Mitzvah is Aronita's husband. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for those who don't know, and he's he's quite a techie, and he knows all about computers. So his analogy stands in this case. So, uh, what would you say to somebody now? Uh, let's say you meet a friend, and they want to be part of the ministry. They say they want to sing. They say they felt a calling. They want to. They prayed over it. Uh, how do they go about it? Whom do they approach? You know, what 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 would be the normal steps that someone has to take? Um. I think the normal step for someone um to be very honest is first the first step is normally discerning whether they are actually yeah, called true. to yeah. that ministry yeah. and I mean you you may have a feeling and faith is not only not based on feelings mm-hmm. you have to go through a process of discernment so what we normally do is even back home in India and over here as well is uh people who want to join we ask them to be a part of the group first okay see what they feel mm-hmm. see what they like doing okay you know what they feel comfortable doing because it is not necessary that you f- you you, you want to sing yeah but it's not necessary that you do feel comfortable to stand up in front of everyone and sing okay okay because many of them have the stage fear and you know the yeah. stage thing and all that sort yeah. of they feel uncomfortable so it, it's good to give them time to first you know experience the whole uh prayer group the music ministry to experience everything to be a part of it but yet not 
at the forefront mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and then let to give them time to discern and then decide whether they can continue yeah, that's a good point yeah to give them the yeah to give their commitment to whichever area they choose okay. it's not necessary only to the music ministry it could even depend if they want to be a part of the intercessory group mm-hmm. if they want to be a part of the service ministry the core team whatever Okay. So discernment is a key factor to all that. Okay. So now let's say you're in in the ministry, okay, mm-hmm. and you've been singing and you've been uh, you know you've been leading worship. You know, it, you tend to get into that swing of things where it becomes all about you and not about him. So how do you prevent that from happening? You know, how do you uh, shift that focus back again to God and and tell people that you're just a vessel, you're not you're just the creation, not the creator. So how do you redirect that? back um that's that's very difficult actually <laughs> uh it dip, uh, that, it again it differs from person to person mm-hmm. it differs on what is their um kind of uh, i would say relationship with god where that mm-hmm. first okay. because they need to be convinced themselves first that mm-hmm. it before yeah. they can before they can convince others that it is god mm-hmm. otherwise it's always going to be me myself and i <laughs> you know it's it's happening i am kind of doing this because i'm kind of doing that yeah there yeah. are some people who do very honestly think of it like that but let's not go there yeah <laughs> so um the thing is it's constant you know introspection of yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's constantly humbling yourself before god uh, for me i'll tell you through my um through my own uh, experience i've had people i mean as i told you we've begun a new prayer group and mm-hmm. it's been what like 3 months yeah and uh, there are people who come oh you have an amazing voice oh you sing so well and how do you lead so well and mm-hmm. uh yeah for probably a, it, it can i mean when someone compliments you you do feel kind of giddy headed mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah believe me it's like oh the person thinks i'm good anyone would feel giddy headed yeah yeah but, uh for me it's always i mean because i know my own imperfections mm-hmm. um as psalm 51 says i you know you know your own sins and yeah. they are constantly before you yeah you know that you are a sinful person and it is only god who's you know without yeah. sin and um that's what i constantly feel i mean because uh when you are in touch with god you know you know you are not perfect yeah. so how can it be you who is um leading a perfect praise and worship that people like and yeah. not yeah and um i mean for me even during personal prayer mm-hmm. it's always uh, asking god to create a heart of humility because uh, you never know when pride can occur yeah that's true it's very it's, it's, to, it's very uh, easy yeah yeah it is very easy because i mean people keep boosting you people keep encouraging you of course they mean well yeah. it's not that they you know uh, intend to mean you harm but people always mean well when they are encouraging you you know giving yeah. you words of like oh you're really good so on and so forth but that prayer always needs to be a part of 
your life that uh, that motto always needs to be that that you need to be humble no matter what people say okay. and i think that's only that only comes through god's grace it doesn't come through anything else okay. uh any lesson that you've learned from your own experience you know from um all these years that you want to specifically share with with our listeners like uh, about your your ministry throughout some something specific that has you know revolutionized your entire perception of the, of your ministry has changed something huh. <laughs> um uh, you you probably know personally uh about what I've been through in my life yeah 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 Basically, where uh, my health has been an issue constantly. Yeah. It's been a life or death battle at every step of the way, yeah. through numerous surgeries, through numerous miscarriages, yeah. uh, ectopic pregnancies. It's been uh, been a long road. I say, it's been yeah. a rough ride. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he has not been there to rescue me from it okay and believe me i felt really low where i completely gave up on religion as well okay. it's not just me and my husband we gave up and at that point the time reach out to us when we don't got to reach out to us mm-hmm. what's the best part mm-hmm. so no matter what i've realized i mean the life lesson is never give up because yeah. you never know the miracle is right around the corner and you never know when it's yeah, going to happen that's true i mean it's uh, i mean we always say every uh, dark cloud has a silver lining you know mm-hmm. and all this kind of uh, phrases and so and many different things but through experience i know the miracle is right around the corner and nothing believe me now nothing can shake that nothing yeah Yeah, nothing can shake that faith, and that only comes through going through really horrible times. Mm. Okay. Because I was bedridden for almost ten years, hardly yeah. able to move, and the days that I did move out was really a blessing for me. Mm. And now, after those tough years, I'm able to start working again. Yeah. That in itself, in itself, is a blessing. Is a, yeah. Yeah, it is at itself is a big miracle actually. <laughs> big um, I mean constantly everyone at home is worried because I tire out very easily. Mm-hmm. But yet I can keep going, you know, every day keep going to work. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that it, it is a big miracle and it shows that God is in control. Okay so that was Renita Fernandez uh, explaining to us about uh, worship music ministry what life is like uh in that ministry and um hopefully you've got an idea and if you feel that you have a calling towards uh the music ministry the worship ministry um and you're not really sure or you want us to pray for you uh feel free to reach out to us and if you want to go to one of those um um charismatic prayer groups that Renita chairs and leads worship at then you can go to the Sacred Heart Parish that's um every alternate Tuesdays that they have uh, a prayer meeting at around 7 you can get in touch with the parish and find out more about their meetings and they're only going to resume now in January so we hope you can go and visit them and um be a part of their service and be a part of their um 
you know, ministry and see what it's all about if you're in the area. And um, like I said, we're going to give a prize. And since we've talked about music this this month, um, I have a CD. So I'm giving away a Christian worship uh, CD. And I will ship it to any place in the world. Yeah, I know I said India, but um, you know, I'm willing to ship it anywhere in the world. Um, and if it's possible with our local shipping company or our local career company, all you've got to do is send in, um, send in your name and your email address. Um, tweet me at uh, Pamela Q Ferns, and then we will just do a lucky draw, and then send it out to our winner. So that's one music CD. Um, I'm not really sure which one, but I know that there is a Christian music CD available that we're sending out um, to anybody who wins the lucky draw. So that's one CD. That's a gift for um, this month. And so that's a giveaway. I hope we hear from a lot of you. And uh, let us know what you think about the podcast. So um, me signing off. Hopefully we can get another uh, podcast episode ready by the end of this month. And uh, then we'll see. All right. So bye-bye and God bless. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you could tweet me at Pamela Q Films. I'm also on Facebook at Pamela Q Fernandez. Or you could check out my blog called An Apple's Minds View, where you can subscribe or email me using the contact form. So see you next time. Until then, God bless and take care.